0: Uh of dozens of listeners
1: yes let's start the thing listeners you're listening to a spooky edition of i'm kidding you're listening to our halloween edition of chewing the scenery horror movie podcast this is a podcast where we friends get together and talk about a horror movie which we will spoil but first we'll talk about some recently watched which will not spoil as much and then we're going to do a little quiz. You don't get to win prizes because, you know, you guys never answer.
0: Um, we keep waiting for you to buzz in. <laughs> we None deliberately, of you have buzzed in.
1: <laughs> we deliberately say Find wrong things. Find your buzzers, please. People never email and correct us about the wrong things we say. No, that's this. I put it. Yeah. I know. It's nice. I
0: really wish we had some jerky, nerdy listeners who would correct our nonsense.
1: Yeah. Try that in person um we thank the moon rays for giving us that song intro creature features at the top of the show you can find the music on apple music or amazon where you can buy it digitally or say hello to them on facebook where they are the moon dash rays and we're not critics we are your professional hosts. professional or
0: otherwise we're yeah
1: uh, yeah i guess
0: we are critics just not professional
1: we can be critical without being critics I and mean, we can be critical what's wrong with
0: being a critic uh I'm, There's nothing wrong with being a critic. Do I have a negative? There's a lot of crap out there that needs to be called out.
1: <laughs> okay.
0: On a professional <laughs> level. <laughs> we're,
1: well, we're not getting paid, so we're not professional critics. We're but here. if
0: you want to pay me, that's fine. You can send that in with your your answers to, your, to the questions tonight.
1: That right there is Will. <laughs> Hello. And Jolien. Welcome. And I'm Richard. So, um, guys, it's Halloween Eve as we record. Yay.
0: It's all All Hallows Eve Eve.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's this the it's the night when the veil is the second most thinnest. It's so funny how many people use
0: second th- use, th- most thinnest. <laughs>
1: the second most thinnest.
0: <laughs> I guess.
2: <laughs>
0: it starts thinning at the beginning of o- October. Yes. And every day it's a little thinner. Mm-hmm. Mm.
1: And then pretty soon it's like. Is there still a veil here? I can't tell anymore.
0: Must- then you walk into it and you're like, uh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, there was a veil
1: right there. Ah. Oh. Now, have either of you experienced that with those spiders that are about? White-
0: veil weavers, I believe.
1: Um, they seem to know where the human eyeballs <laughs> exist and that's where they put their damn webs. Like, I will walk out to the garage, walk right back, and I've only been gone from... The house for 30 seconds or less, and I come back the same path I took right across the eyes like, like some spider was sitting there waiting.
0: Well, they're always ready, (laughs)
1: yeah, that's right. They're never lounging, (laughs) they're
0: never lounging. So,
1: yeah, I guess
0: you don't feel the ones that you catch on your clothing, yeah, but the ones that hit you in the face definitely register. Yeah, maybe that's what it
1: is. Maybe you're getting hit from, you know, the chest down the rest of the time. Yeah.
0: One day they will get enough going back and forth and you're downstairs just long enough that they'll catch you. That could be. You walk right into it. And you won't.
1: Yeah, that's pretty spooky. You won't spooky. expect it. Mm-hmm. That's spooky stuff. Spiders catching humans in their webs. Mm-hmm.
3: I've got William Shatner on speed doll just in case.
1: <laughs> right. He's got a solution for this or at least a big reaction at the end. So um recently watched, shall we start that?
0: Uh 31
1: for 31 will
0: I will be uh going through these slowly throughout the episode whenever I feel like it. No, okay.
1: just <laughs> spice them in I'm here, just going to throw them in there. Sprinkle them in. I
0: watched 40 movies for 31 days. Wow. Wow. Um I believe I actually watch more than that, but sometimes I forgot to write things down.
1: This episode brought to you by Tubi.
0: (laughs) This episode brought to you by Tubi, indeed. I let Tubi pick a lot
1: of these. Sometimes it's spot on. It's not been bad. Like tonight's movie, um, I got to the end of it and didn't find the remote in time, and it started the next movie, and it was, um, what was it, Witchcraft, the one with Lon Chaney Jr.? Oh, yeah. You know, it's like, holy crap, it's in black and white, it's about witchy stuff, and you know, kind of has a vibe cemetery in the, in the middle of it. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah,
0: so what do you have? Well, I watched something called Come True, this is a 2020 a low budget sci fi horror film. Mm-hmm. Um, I kind of liked it, it was uh fairly well done for super low budget. There's a uh, high school student and i think she's a senior um she's uh not getting along with her mom her mom kicks her out they don't really figure out why they refer to things but they never spell it out um so she has nowhere to stay and therefore she's not getting any any sleep but she sees on the campus bulletin board or somewhere in the paper i don't remember a sleep study She's like, oh, perfect. I can go sleep, and I can get paid for it. Uh, but then the sleep study, she starts having these weird nightmares. Hmm. And it's very sort of 80s. Uh, like the monitors all look, uh, you know, like they're running DOS. Yeah. And it's a green screen, and they have that flicker from the, the refresh rate yeah the refresh rate catches on the film yep um and uh and they and it's all old you know just a a line that bounces up and down or yeah uh so but everything else feels modern but that stuff is and they're studying uh something with uh something with dreams i don't it's too long to go into. It's, uh, weirder things keep happening. She's being followed by people. Um, it's pretty good. It's a little, I mean, maybe it goes on a little long with the what the fuck is happening feel mm-hmm. or, or perhaps your feeling of, oh, I know where this is going. Mm-hmm. And you have to wait till the very, very end, like the last 30 seconds and they have a, a pretty neat little twist. I don't know if it's quite makes the whole thing worth it. Mm-hmm. Maybe if they made it a little shorter, but, uh, I enjoyed the twist. I won't ruin it. Okay. Um, I don't know for a B movie. It was probably a B. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I enjoyed it. Everybody acted well. They did well with their limited budget. It looked well. It looked really good. Uh, you know, shot nicely. Uh,
2: yeah. Cool.
0: Mm-hmm. Maybe they'll do something else. Uh, I watched some movie from the 80s based on Tubi's recommendation called Edge of the Axe. This was oh, a few yes. weeks ago. I don't remember it.
1: <laughs> I tried to... I, didn't, I don't think I got through it. I tried to watch that one. I remember it had a really dumb still photo from it. Just some dude with like a chambray shirt just standing there. <laughs> yeah. Um, but... It wasn't doing anything, and I think I, I just said, hey, you know what, I'm going to cut my losses here, like <laughs> 35, 40 minutes in, and said, okay, I'm good. Watch something I, you know.
0: I watched the whole thing, couldn't tell you a thing about it, now.
1: <laughs> it wasn't an Italian movie, so how, how is it like that? I know. Like, I just watched Zombie again, and I feel like I know less about it than, than before. <laughs> no, it's starting to stick.
0: Every time you watch it, you you feel like you understand it a little bit less. (laughs) Right? It's a little more baffling. Yeah. Uh, I watch, I believe this is the title, Dr. Tar Torture Chamber, 1972. This is one of the numerous Torture Chamber movies from mid-60s to, I don't know, early-70s or so.
3: Yeah, I think this is a Mexican one, isn't it? Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. You know, old story, somebody evil is tortured, put to death, and then he returns 300 years, or she returns 300 years to kill everybody.
3: One of uh, Hodorowsky's collaborators.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah, nice. it was pretty good.
3: Yeah, I like that one.
0: Um, it's a dumb premise, but... but it's based on Poe. Yeah, the movies, they tend to be... I don't know, at least kind of interesting.
3: Mm-hmm. Um the the feast scene is really cool. Yeah.
0: I uh I watched one called Catch Hell. This is a uh a uh I guess an abduction uh story. Um this who is the guy? I can't remember the actor's name, but he's some young Um, we'll say, you know, CW star who's getting a little long in the tooth now Mm. and he flies to Louisiana to, uh, uh, be in a movie. Although in the, in the movie itself, he's playing someone who's a little bit more famous and, and successful than he is in real life. (laughs) Um, but they, he gets kidnapped by a couple guys. He doesn't know why. And they put him in the shack. This is a kind of weird movie. Um, I don't know. It was all right. Uh, the next one was definitely not. Uh, <laughs> or no, wait, sorry. The next one I watched was an Australian film called Fair Game. This is a lady who's a, a conservationist who works on an a animal preserve. Uh, she's uh she catches some people uh poaching kangaroos hmm and they hassle her and they do some creepy things like she goes and takes a nap and uh of course naked cuz you know it's a movie from the 80s right You were contractually obligated to take your clothes off in some scene. You got to pick the scene, but (laughs) nobody ever picked an office scene. Just a meeting. It's weird. Mm -hmm. Uh, But, uh, yeah, she goes and takes a nap, and when she wakes up, she gets dressed and goes out to the kitchen to get something to drink and opens the fridge, and there's a photo of her sleeping Mm. in the fridge, which is a nice, creepy scene. Oh, yeah. And things like that, and she keeps, like... Uh, pushing back and they'll retaliate and it goes back and forth uh, escalating until she finally snaps and kills everybody great yeah I love that <laughs> in a movie uh, the next one was the one that's no good um, uh, oh I think this is from 2001 thousand two thousand one, 2001 called Demon Island this is the pinata movie which okay. stars uh Jamie Presley and uh, some dude of about the same <laughs> acting ability. Um, and uh, they go to an island. We'll say it's Spring Bear or something. They're supposed to be college students. They go for a scavenger hunt on this little island and they find a pinata, which is ancient uh and made out of clay not like a paper mache yada you would have today uh and it's full of evil spirits and of course somebody breaks it open and it just goes around killing people on the island (laughs) the suit looks stupid as all can be it's uh it's real rubbery um the acting is atrocious. They keep passing the same. Like, they only had one little walkway to use, so, so they it's just used to be Exactly. <laughs> You're like, oh, there's that corner again that they had to take a right at. <laughs> if the they Flint, hadn't called the attention to it earlier, yeah. I probably would have forgotten. Right. But they called attention to it. Now, right. um, this is a riff track, so that at least helped. Yeah, That's fl- the only reason I watched it. Well, and it was a horror movie and it filled
1: a spot. Yeah, the Flintstones suffered from that same thing where they, you know, but you're drawing it. You could draw, you know, more than just the umbrella stand, the window, and the end table that keep going by.
0: Yeah, but I have to draw the people a lot more than the background, mm, so yeah, we'll just skimp. We have to skimp somewhere.
1: Yeah. It's almost like they had them on a roller.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, how about we, uh, well, I don't know. I'll keep going, <clears throat> unless someone else wants to jump in. Uh, I watched something called Hunt Club. This is another most dangerous game okay. film. I did like the one twist in this is the, uh, you know, it starts off normal. There's some sketchy guys, and they pick up some people. You know, they they all talk about going to the hunt. Uh, you know, the guests don't realize they're going to be hunted, This one's twist, and I'll give it away because it's not a great film. Uh, The the woman who gets picked up already knows what's up. So she goes there and she has a friend come later on a little boat and bring weapons. Mm -hmm. Although her friend then ends up wearing tiny little denim shorts and cowboy boots, and it looks ridiculous. Like, why wouldn't you wear, like, coveralls or something? Because it was the 80s. (laughs) Yeah, I think so. Although this was made... In uh, 2022. Oh well. So 80s throwback. Casper Van Diem, remember him? Oh yes. He's in it. He plays the bad guy. Huh.
3: Um. I want to see this now.
0: The ladies who are in it are, <laughs> are okay. It's so on the nose though, because one of them is named Cassandra, and another is named, and she keeps telling people like Diana. the one at the end that they adopt, who goes from being. I mean, really savage for a couple days to being happy and pre- perks right up when she starts killing bad guys. I mean, mm-hmm. don't we all? Yeah. Um, <laughs> trauma comes much later.
1: If you're looking around the van wondering who's the hunted, it's you.
0: Yeah. So, uh, you know, she's, she's Cassandra. She keeps telling people uh, what's going to happen nobody Mm -hmm. listens to her so i wish they had played that up a little more Mm -hmm. um
1: they found a way to work it into uh 12 monkeys
0: yeah they play it a little uh um i don't know some of it they they play her as uh as if she uh doesn't know what's going on. So when later you, it's revealed she does not know what's going on. Some of the earlier scenes now seem to not make as much sense. <laughs> uh, it's all right.
3: Uh, Is that what It's called Hunt Game,
0: Hunt Club, Hunt Club. This was probably on Tubi. <laughs> I'm thinking most of these were on it Tubi. Does sound Tubi esque. It may have been a Tubi original. I don't know. Uh, don't go into expecting anything good, but you know, some pissed off women get revenge. Right, that's all okay. I care that's what about. I need
2: yeah.
0: <laughs> uh, I watched something called "Fear No Evil," nineteen eighty one. Mm. This is an antichrist.
1: It's another movie. Mo- another movie that bosses you around.
3: Um, it's uh. <laughs> It's really it quirky, this one, though, isn't it?
1: Yeah. Um,
0: it uh, It's basically the omen, kind of. Mm-hmm. Kid's born. Uh, he's the reincarnation of either Satan or he's Satan's son. And I'm not really clear. I don't think the movie was real clear. The kid who plays Satan, because they keep calling him Lucifer, but he's also the Antichrist, does not quite the same person they're two different people right. they have separate lives everybody
1: <laughs> yeah this isn't
0: christianity they aren't attached at the hip <laughs> right? different generation yeah totally <laughs> lucifer's old school he's a boomer <laughs> a- the antichrist he's doing new things you know yeah uh anyway this kid's interpretation of evil is to shake all the time like he's Really cold and and going into a diabetic coma or some diabetic shock. He's, uh, oh. it's hilarious. It just it makes him look ridiculous because he's so over the top compared to everybody else. Um, yeah, it's it's not it's not good.
1: I kind of wonder if the director just stopped trying at a certain point or or if that's as good as it got.
0: I'm thinking... I don't think this kid was in anything else, so... Hmm. I'm thinking they were stuck with him, and they're just like, fuck it, go with it.
3: Whatever. <laughs> Let him shake. Let him yeah. shake.
1: Save some money, kid. It's going to be a short ride. Um.
0: Then I watched something called Bloody Hell from 2021. This is a convoluted movie where... <laughs> a, a guy who who stopped a bank robbery but in the process killed a, uh, a hostage by accident um, gets out of jail after eight years and decides that uh, he doesn't want to face the press for whatever reason the press has latched onto this. Some people think he's a hero. Some people think he's a straight up villain. So he flies to uh, Finland I believe and uh, and uh, just to get away from it all. And he ends up being uh, picked up by some creepy people who are cannibals and tie him up in the basement and cut off one of his legs and then he has to, you know, get away and rescue the one daughter who seems to be normal. Um, the only somewhat clever part is that they played his his internal voice as just him in the room with himself. And it, that was kind of fun, or at least, you know, sort of interesting. Something different. But overall, the... I don't know. It wasn't. It wasn't very good. Um, Death game, nineteen seventy seven. Is that not the most dangerous game? That's what I thought. Isn't this a
1: Carradine movie?
3: No, this is a movie where where they're on bikes. That's that's Death Game. Yeah. Okay. That's a one word. Okay. Oh, no. This is two words. Death
0: game. Um, no, two, uh, teenage girls break into a guy's house, just on, it happens to be the weekend his wife and kid is out of town, he's, uh, 40-ish, and they tempt him and then basically tie him up in the house and torture him for a weekend. Is is this the one that was
1: remade as Knock
0: Knock? I don't know, I've not seen Knock Knock. Perhaps, uh...
1: Sounds a lot like it
0: it's uh you know you don't know why these girls are psychos, yeah that's uh, they just kind of are
1: it's knock knock
0: um you know <laughs> I don't know it was from the seventies, so it's got that going for it
2: mm-hmm.
0: you know <laughs> that gives like half a point to every movie, you know, yes, automatically. <laughs>
1: Yeah, that that kind of thing. It's like we were talking about on one episode. You know, you could write new things, but you're probably not allowed to. <laughs> There's a finite number of ideas in Hollywood, and you just have to keep using them.
3: Yeah. Well, I uh, there might be original scripts floating around, but it's just you can't sell them because they say, well, "What's it like? What's it like? What's it?" You know, is it like something that was successful last week?
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's true.
0: Exactly. Does it contain an IP we already own? It yeah. Better. Um, that's when you got to get clever and you got to start writing like Mario Brothers movies, but with real deep subtext that covers themes that you're interested in. <laughs> so like the Barbie movie. Exactly. Like, you know, but you probably have to be a little more subtle. So only. <laughs> really sharp people might think like oh wow that was the total you know allegory for whatever mm-hmm. and uh the rest of the people go mario brothers yay <laughs> i remember those
1: michael myers in space
0: yeah i remember michael myers but it's actually a you know yeah. feminist treaty on <laughs> whatever uh here's another movie black as night don't remember a thing wow <laughs> actually no <laughs> wow no nope, not a, a thing button. there's nothing coming up guys <laughs> sorry so
1: that's going to be your pick for next time
0: black as
3: night black as night okay <laughs> Listen, as he's banging his head on the wall right now yeah. <laughs> oh yeah,
1: let's
0: uh... It was good, you can tell. It was from twenty twenty two. If anybody wants to oh, about time I rebooted it, watch then. it and yeah. Uh, uh, it was a bit dated, uh, <laughs> didn't quite hold up, you know. It wasn't quite what we think about now. Right. You know. I, I, it, totally unrelatable because they didn't have the latest cell phones.
1: All right, here we go. It is a teenage girl with self-esteem issues finds confidence in the most unlikely way by spending her summer battling vampires that prey on New (laughs) New Orleans disenfranchised (laughs) with the help of her best friend, the boy she's always pined for, and a peculiar rich girl.
0: Hmm. Yeah, yeah, this is... uh, Yeah, that doesn't suck. (laughs) Um... I don't know.
3: Black Buffy, kind of. Yeah, that sounds like a good premise, though.
0: You know, it was kind of one of those sort of jokey uh, action comedy sort of. Mm. She's a sophomore in high school, and she sees a a homeless guy being attacked, and by these couple people, and she yells at them, and they turn their attention on her. Uh, They bite her, but they let her go. And then I carry off the homeless guy. And she immediately thinks that it's a vampire. She doesn't spend any time in the movie thinking like it was anything but a vampire. You mm-hmm. know, they're, the you know, but they're, they've watched vampire movies. So they try to, f- they go to this girl who runs a vampire book club and they say, oh, we're writing a book on vampires. You know, what are the rules? Does this work? Does that work? And. And they kind of figure out what the rules are. And it turns out that the vampire was a former slave who killed his owner. Well, became a vampire and then killed his owner. And he's been running, I don't know, vampire underground in Louisiana and New Orleans for 160 years or whatever. Hmm. Eh, It's not bad. It could have been a little sharper a little more clever um, um it's kind of got a pretty dark ending though for a for a <laughs> comedy her friend gets killed at some point in the movie and he turns up at the end at her door and uh and then it just ends you're like mm, does she have to i guess she has to kill her friend
3: now yeah. well, that's the most interesting bit and they just end it there and they
0: just end it there yeah okay. you know? um they've
3: never seen american werewolf in london have they
0: no probably not uh, yeah. And then I watched something called Bingo Hell.
3: Um. What, what we played at the art store.
0: Yeah. It would have been great <laughs> as a short. This is another one that's a short. Um, basically it's a little town in, uh, I believe it's Texas, although it may be New Mexico or just generic Southwest. Um, there's, a uh, older hispanic lady um who kind of bosses everybody around in her neighborhood <laughs> she's a real busybody and a total bitch and i like that part of the movie because they don't really soften her edges till the very end even though she's the protagonist she's also terrible and the movie acknowledges that and i also like you know she's like a grandmother but is not grandmotherly in any way um her friend is kind of goes along with her just out of you know this sense of oh i better keep her out of trouble and some she runs the the hispanic lady runs the bingo hall or the bingo game and uh a new bingo hall opens up run by the devil Run by uh, Richard Brack, who played the sex creep in uh, Barbarian. Yeah. Uh, it took me the whole movie to figure out who he was without looking.
1: And he was also in 31.
0: 31? Oh, the... Rob Zombie. Does yeah. Rob Zombie. Uh, the not Glenn Dattenzig. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh so, I don't know, it kind of falls apart. It's uh, a cute enough premise, but it, they just, I don't know, it, it's not enough for a full movie. And it ends up feeling, it also visually felt very TV movie or sci fi channel kind of movie. Mm-hmm. Um, probably the best shots are when they're in the bingo hall because things get kind of weird looking and the lighting's different. Um, it was all right. Uh then I watched a weird one from '75 that wouldn't be made today. I know people <laughs> say that all the time. Oh boy, oh boy! But this is called Massacre at Central High. Oh, yes. Have you seen this? Yeah, oh,
3: of course. Yeah.
0: Uh, I'd never heard of this. Me neither. But this kid, he shows up in town, new boy in town. Uh, he's in. He goes to the high school. He has a friend from a few years ago that goes to that school. So he's basically. I guess he's from that town, but he he uh, he was in a hospital or something, juvie. Don't really explain what he did, um, why he was locked up. But now he's he's back. He's going to school. His friends in the popular bully group, and uh, he kind of joins up with them. But he sees that they're they're a bunch of assholes. So he basically beats the shit out of all of them at some point or other uh they retaliate and break his leg <laughs> oh, wow. by dropping a car on it uh because he's fixing a car um so he gets revenge and kills each and every one of them even his friend who his friend figures out at some point that he's coming for him and ask him and his and the and the kid says yeah i'm going to kill you <laughs> Oh God. uh he does. A bunch of other kids come up to him, and in different groups, or all the losers who are like, "Hey, with your your muscle and your ruthlessness and my brains, we could run this place." So he kills all those kids. Oh, okay. He is fucking ruthless, and he turns from the hero to the villain. Just totally psychotic villain by the end of the movie
1: all he needed was a possessed classic car
0: (laughs) yeah uh i enjoyed it it was pretty good for a low budget you know yeah and totally you know that 70s feel when high when school was run by the bullies and it wasn't just you know oh they gave me a wedge you know they kicked the shit out of me
1: (laughs) yeah yeah there was a time when bullying when it was going unchecked, took some pretty extremes.
0: Yeah, there were some bad bullies. Uh, Night of the Werewolf?
1: Yeah, didn't we watch this for the show once? I
0: think that was uh, Werewolf by Night.
1: No, we did cover that, but there was another one that was like...
0: Night of the Werewolf by Night? <laughs> yeah. Uh, 1973? Good no, luck, I don't remember no, anything no, about it. No, we didn't cover that.
1: So what happens in this thing?
0: I don't remember. Is this a TV movie? I believe so. Yeah. I think this is a TV movie. Um This is what like
3: two guys go out hunting in.
0: Yeah, I think yeah. so. I've seen that one. It was it was very TV movie now that you mention it. Yeah. This isn't the
1: 1981 movie? Uh I have
0: 1973. Huh. Although this could be wrong. Because uh to be is sometimes wrong with their dates if the
3: movie was re-released yes. recently they'll have that date if it was put on a streaming service last year that's the date that's it gets, the date know?
0: yeah and you're like 2021 <laughs> i watched something on here i'll come to a little later that uh was paul was, Na-
1: was paul nasci in it
0: yes that's it it's a paul nasci film oh, okay that was it yeah. It, it actually wasn't too bad. It so looked really one nice. One of his Valdemar Daninsky. Yeah. Shows. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah I mean, um yeah. I like the look of it a lot. The plot was a little slow. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. Basically t- a woman becomes a vampire. Talk- or a
3: werewolf.
1: Yeah, I talked about this one uh as one of my recently watched months ago, several months so ago. This
3: is werewolf versus the vampire women. Or is this mm, werewolf from the Yeti? Uh
1: this let's see. It's also known as uh, the Craving and Night of the Werewolf. Uh, maybe I watched a different one from the series, but I know there was a cave. There were like vampire women. Yeah. Nothing made any sense.
0: Nothing made any sense. She was a werewolf. I don't think she ever turned into a werewolf. And then at some point she was fighting vampires. Okay.
2: Huh.
0: I believe I mean I'm, I think this was one of those that I watched after two other movies and it was about two in the morning so you better and believe and Paul Nashi. it didn't make any sense but
1: yeah, yeah Shout Factory did a special release on Blu-ray as part of their Paul Nasche collection
0: yeah uh Beyond the Living Dead hmm this was uh a, a zombie movie I'm guessing from Italy <laughs> Uh, I don't remember anything about it. You know, it was an Italian zombie movie. Something happens. Zombies come up. They kill a bunch of people. It ends. It may or may not have an actual ending, but it ends. Sometime the film stops playing.
1: Something, something, something. Zombies. Something, something, something. No more zombies.
0: Yeah. Something, something. Annoying Child, something, (laughs) something.
1: (laughs) Crazy music.
0: Yeah. Uh, I watch Boys vs. Girls. Um, This is a uh, a 2019 film. Um, uh, Girls assaulted after a party. Uh, Makes friends with another bartender. She works at a bar. Uh, Her friend turns out to be a psychopath who then drags her around town killing people who may have hurt her or pissed her off in some way or hmm. just cuz she feels like it and she tells some horrendous story about her her background cuz the, the girl who was attacked asks her you know what happened to you what was your childhood like and she tells some awful story and then she goes it's all bullshit i had a great childhood <laughs> i just like hurting people cuz i can <laughs> you're like okay you're a total psychopath so that was kind of fun then the movie uh this is a to be mistake why i watched this one uh i read ringmaster and the description said so and so reunites with their family only they're a family of werewolves you know something like that um No, this was a, a, a instead, another movie called Ringmaster from 2018 came up. This is a a Dutch movie. Um, It is super suspenseful, It kept me watching, even though I knew torture was coming up. Mm -hmm. And then the torture came up, and although it was fairly gruesome and awful... At the same time, I've seen so many horror movies, I no longer have any feelings. (laughs) So, (coughs) I could oddly say, hmm, this is terrible. Hmm. Yeah, this is really awful. (laughs) How'd they achieve this effect, you know? And then thinking, like, am I totally dead inside. What's going on? <laughs> I shouldn't be watching this, but I, I will have to say that the, the suspense, uh, all the wrecked in small ways, I think, um, was pretty good. It was two, uh, ladies working in a gas station, uh, a night shift. There's a football match going on the final, uh, first time, uh, they've been in the final in X number of years. So, the whole country's watching oh. and uh creepy people keep showing up at the gas station and uh it just gets more and more sinister and intense and then they end up in some sick game show <laughs> uh then i watched something called the sleeping room but it doesn't count because i've seen this before it was on pbs a couple years ago although this is labeled as from 2022 again i think that was a they picked it up in 2022 Mm. and this was really from like 2017 or something uh it's an okay ghost story it's uh uh A young prostitute in Brighton meets a guy who restores uh, Nickelodeons. You know, a little flip book that you pay a nickel for. and You watch, although they have a different name for them. Um, And then there's Ghost involved. Naturally. Yeah. Uh, It's not bad. It's not a bad movie. I enjoyed it the first time but. This time I I watched about 10 minutes of it and it was like, oh, I've seen this. The first 10 minutes real, you know, like, hmm, have I seen this? This seems terribly familiar. Uh, I watched The Witch That Came From the Sea, 1974. I'm not going to say anything about this movie. Just go watch it. Oh, is this the
1: Dennis Hopper one? No. No, not Dennis?
0: No. No, Whatever you're thinking, it's wrong. You Mm. would know exactly
1: what you
3: mean. That's the Curtis Harrington one you're thinking of. Okay.
0: This is a, yeah, this is a lady who has visions of muscular men and some sort of childhood trauma involved with them and psychic murder. Huh.
1: It's,
0: it's good because it's from the seventies and it's weird.
1: Oh yeah. The one I was thinking was from the sixties, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Uh,
0: the killing kind from 1974. This is a fucked up movie. Um, guy who I think he was in an asylum gets released, he goes home. Uh his mom really babies him, but then it turns out that no, she's into him a little more (laughs) and he's kinda into her too, a little more than they they probably should be. And uh he kills a bunch of people and she protects him, but in the end, like old yeller, she realized she's has to put him down.
1: Oh, Okay.
0: And I cried, just like old Yeller. Yeah. (laughs) Who was a serial killer, right? Yeah. (laughs) Okay, I thought so. Uh, After Midnight, this is from 1989. uh, This is one of the shitty films where they get together in a house and tell stories. And then the, the movie's little vignettes. And they use the actors from... It's like whatever movie we watched a while ago that was weeping in the something or other i don't remember but they go to a cabin with their professor who teaches them a class in fear is that a real class
1: mm, sure could
0: that be a real class
1: you can you can take classes on star wars or
3: well i mean that was it, so that was like was it screams of a winter night or something like that yes right? yeah. yeah exactly that was
0: it um it's the same premise it's a little more straightforward and a little little higher budget, uh, but not much because most of it's like in a, well, they do go into the stories and whatnot. But the stories are just kind of, they're not the most frightening thing I've ever seen or heard. Mm-hmm. Um, the professor seems completely unhinged from the start like why would anybody be in his class still at this point you know and he pretends to blow his brains out in class which I think would get you fired immediately Mm. even in the 80s
3: I'm pretty sure 70s fine
0: 70s fine whatever sleep with the students fake your death you know as long as we don't hear about it and you keep the coke coming in we don't care and that's oh wait I have one more I watch Scream and Scream Again.
3: Oh, yes. This is a nice. 70s film,
0: 1970, in fact. English film, British film. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Go watch it. And <laughs> tell me what the hell it was about. I mean, you you find out at the very, very end, but...
3: Yeah.
2: Ooh.
0: It, I don't know. About, 90 minutes, 89 of those minutes. You have no clue what's going on. It's good, good creepy cost. stuff. Good cast. Yeah. Um, Although watching, although they don't appear together, but I think Cushing and Lee should have been a comedy duo, but they both play the straight man, right? (laughs) you know, because man, they're in a lot of movies.
1: Abbott and Abbott.
0: Yeah, exactly. Abbott and Abbott. (laughs) Good times. That's it. 40 for 31. Now I'm going to do Noir Vimber.
1: You're gonna really do it this time, aren't you?
0: Yeah, I'm gonna do it this time. You've
1: started before and not continued.
0: Um, it's it's hard to watch a movie every day or yeah. two every day.
1: I haven't had the luxury of time, so um, my list is short. I can do this kind of rapid fire style if you want me to go next. Is that cool? Mm-hmm. Yeah, your just, show. Yeah. just, <laughs> just
0: title. It's a tired show, but uh, just Bigfoot UFO, Bigfoot, Bigfoot. <laughs> no, I, JFK, didn't watch, I, UFO. I didn't watch I'll any.
3: I didn't watch any of those. Care of it. Yeah. there we
1: go. <laughs> That's all his I interests. Yeah, I, I didn't watch any of that. Um, I we had a house guest, and uh, there were a couple things he wanted to watch, and he mentioned something about, you know how how Suspiria looked and felt and everything. Mm -hmm. And I said, you know what? They did a full restoration. Let me grab the disc. We watched the, the, the restored Blu-ray and that was spectacular as always. Nothing new to report. Um, also we had to watch zombie with an eye, uh, or on the cover, he's zombie with one eye. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Um, why are we getting line noise? Eye what? trauma. Yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah, that's the Fulci zombie movie. Watch that. A
0: Fulci zombie movie. Yeah. No <laughs> well, that's... has got more
1: than one. That, that's the definitive Fulci zombie movie. Um, zombie 2, you mean. <laughs> yes. It's, it's known as Zombie or Zombie 2 or probably a number...
0: Zombie 1 is Dawn of the Dead, right?
3: Yeah.
1: That's, how, that's how he saw it.
3: Zombie
0: flesh is in, yeah. in the UK. Yeah. Um, because they could make any sequel they wanted and it right. didn't have to be re- even, you know, any part of the original. Yeah. You just slap two on there's
3: it. There's like three movies called Zombie Three. Mm
1: hmm. Yeah. And Jaws Two. And,
0: and there's a Zombie Five. <laughs> it's like Three Demons Threes. Bird Death, you know, Death Birds or yeah. something.
1: Yeah. Do you think about it? It's like Suspiria was from 77 and then Zombie as it's called on wikipedia uh came out in 79 um uh both great movies uh, we watched them they were wonderful uh on my own time i watched from hell because i had gone on the jack the ripper tour in london and felt like watching something rippery and i was like with famous
0: british actors
1: yes yeah, yeah. johnny
3: depp and heather graham <laughs> yep <laughs> oh the the accent just that ruined it yeah. Yeah. Was terrible, yeah. It man. was
1: it takes you right out of it. It's like you know, it's like having
3: a... read the graphic novel. Go, blimey, Mary.
1: Yep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Oh, uh, uh, why? But at least Ian Holm and Robbie Coltrane are in it. You yeah. Know? You know, could have been good. Could've yeah, been good. could have been good.
0: They should have made Robbie Coltrane an American, though. <laughs> that would have been fuck with retribution right
1: there. <laughs> yeah, you know. uh, it was worth a look, but I felt like I, I enjoyed the personal tour with the theory being told. From the whippurologist talking about throwing the entrails over the shoulder. <laughs> um, yeah, it was great. Uh, so we went on a, starting with Beetlejuice, we went on a little bit of a Tim Burton bender. We watched uh, Beetlejuice. Again, garish, fun, crazy, nothing new to report. You've got Danny Elfman doing the soundtrack. Um, <laughs> uh, Sleepy Hollow, uh, also fun. Uh, nothing new to report. It's got... I feel like
0: that was his the start of his downfall.
1: It, yeah, I, I would say although we're...
0: the cracks appeared in Edward yeah. Scissor's hands.
1: Yeah, <laughs> which we also watched. Um, Sleepy Hollow's got great uh, Halloween aesthetics. Uh-huh. It, yeah yeah, it it looks just, great. Yeah. it's good
3: on paper. because like, oh, this is I'm gonna do Mario Barber and all that aesthetic. But, and yeah,
0: it's just yeah that. The the uh the setting was good, but the plot felt very modern, crammed into the old times. You know, he's a criminal, you know, whatever.
1: But forensics
0: expert. Yeah, with the weird sort
1: with the weird kit and the weird eyepieces. And he didn't need any of that. No, No, that that was unnecessary. A magnifying glass would have been fine. Maybe some tweezers and I don't know. Um, Scariest thing in the movie, Christopher walking with pointy teeth.
3: He was on SNL last weekend.
1: Was he? Yeah. See, I've missed the first three episodes back from the strike. Damn. I have to to watch that. Yeah, Edward Scissorhands is so stylized. It's like uh, everything, there's this color design to it that everything has to be like this super bright, like pastel houses and... uh, everyone happens to be wearing kind of matchy kind of contrasty, you know, clothing during certain scenes. And then, you know, Anthony Michael Hall is a bully. Eh, I don't know, man. Uh, He does play a real, a real mean bully. So nothing new to report on that. You know, if you've seen it, you've seen it. I'm not going to tell you anything new now, just to be a glutton for punishment. (laughs) I decided I was going to watch spirit Halloween, the movie knowing full well, it was going to be garbage. Wasn't great. <laughs> uh,
0: <laughs> I pick things knowing full well they'll be garbage.
1: Yeah, this. But you know, sometimes garbage has to age a certain amount before it really works better.
0: Oh yeah, you know.
1: Yeah, it has to compost a little while.
0: <sighs> if it's just been sitting in the dumpster for a day in the hot sun, it's not going to be as good as it if it had been sitting there for a week.
1: Yeah. Yeah, or, you know, a couple decades. So this one is a, uh, let's see, uh, pff, I guess the local Spirit Halloween store is is now haunted because of the land that it's on or some crap like that. And some teenagers decide they're going to sneak in and spend some time there because they're getting too old to trick or treat. And
0: uh, it's I don't know. It's It should have been the ghost of the store. That was there before the spirit Mm. Halloween. Yeah, that'd be a good commentary. You know, yeah. Yeah. It'd be, you know. Some employee of the... Radio Shack or something. Radio Shack, exactly, yeah. <laughs> Died there, right. and now that it's become a Spirit Halloween.
1: And then yeah. just, just like Shocker, the, the Radio Shack employee <laughs> jumps into the electrical system. Um, no, he makes Spirit
0: Halloween costumes float around so like juice Steam, and and, <laughs> <yeah. laughs> and they call him that. You know, whatever <laughs> fake name they've come up with. Yep, for their lookalike costumes. Yeah, we're Sergeant... United States, <laughs> right?
1: Yeah, uh, this has got a runtime of 82 minutes. So 80 minutes too long. I was going to say, if you want to, f- if you want to feel what a time warp is really like <laughs> time stands still while you're watching this. Um, it's not, you know what? It's I, I'm sure kids will enjoy it. You know, it's a kid's movie more than anything, but I thought it was. Are you saying that? Cause it's dumb. Yeah. And kids are dumb. Okay.
3: <laughs> movies but kids should should just be stupid and pandering t- totally stupid <laughs> exactly
0: and that's why um, i didn't like kids movies as a child yeah,
1: yeah. I, it felt like i was being pandered to and it was uh, a lot
0: of times it, yeah like, it was very
1: I'm, offensive i'm
0: not a dummy
1: it's like you think we're dumb don't and you and
0: this doesn't have any gore in it what yeah. the fuck am i watching it for
1: <laughs> right jolian on to you that was it that's all i got all right. um, i watched a couple other things but
0: not a um, big foot in the sun so- in the whole bunch
1: Running out of Bigfoots.
0: Uh, There's something called Night of the Demon.
1: Oh,
3: yeah. Not
0: Night of the Demons. No, no, no. Singular Demon. It's a Bigfoot movie. You should find it. Yes. Okay. Definitely. Writing it it down. (laughs) I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'll apologize right now for telling you to watch that. Okay. It's a Bigfoot movie. I saw it recently. Yeah, that got on the
3: video nasty list.
0: Oh, yeah. I bet.
1: They thought it was the other one.
0: Go
3: ahead. All right, I'll do this in order of watching. Okay. All right. Uh, Talk to me, two thousand twenty-two. How is it directed by Daniel Michael Philippu. Ninety-five minutes. That's okay. Possible. Yeah, it's possible. Um, Emily said, uh, "Should have been called a series of bad decisions." <laughs> it's the, a the wee- tequila story. <laughs> it's a Ouija board horror variant with supposed friends egging each other on to do dangerous things. It's about grief, opening people up to terrible influences like addictions, as you might guess from all the scenes of people talking about grief. It takes itself very seriously, and there's brutal gruesomeness, but hinges on stupid behavior. It's an A24 film, so there's an animal in the road. The Kings of the Dead Deer movie, mm-hmm. A24. But they it's sort-
0: bought that deer. They're going to use
3: it. <laughs> yep. So it's so an animal in the road, but it's Australia, so it's a kangaroo instead of a deer. You don't have they to dress just
0: them up. Yeah. They it. It's really yeah. easy. Yeah. It takes about three hours. <laughs> just cram the robotics in
3: a new suit. <laughs>
1: yeah,
3: yeah. That, that did. They that do have stunt to pay day for gets the, so much money off that one there's gag.
1: A, there's a set of shorter arms, and then the ears are bigger. <laughs> the
0: technician that runs the same so it, does so have to come on. out. Yeah. <laughs> yes.
3: Uh, ghost of Flight 401. Ooh, now, this You might have good. heard this because it's. There's a big conspiracy one about Mm. theirs. From 1978, directed by Stephen Hilliard Stern. Planes start using parts salvaged from the wreck of Flight 401, which is an actual 1972 Everglades crash. Yeah. Um, And they're haunted by the ghost of Captain Don Cyril, played by Ernest Borgnine. Ooh. Mm. Based on the 1975 book, with Tina Chen, Gary Lockwood, who was in 2001. Mhm. Uh Russell Johnson who was in This Island Earth etc etc. Uh, the Professor Gilligan's, Gilligan's island. island. And yes. <laughs> and uh Kim Basinger, young Kim Basinger. Wow. Also Gilligan's Island. She was 10. The return. Uh there was another TV film about the same disaster that same year. Uh, and the year after Bob Welch did a song about it.
1: Wow, wow. that's strange. Really struck um, the public. I've heard that that uh there are some actual accounts of People seeing ghosts on planes that used parts from that crash. Yeah. So people say, believe him or you don't.
0: Believe it or don't. That'd be yeah. a good show.
1: Yeah.
0: Believe it or don't. <laughs> just don't have care. Jonathan Frakes shrugging.
1: Yeah. No, yeah, well, Jack Palance is dead, so what are you going <laughs> <Believe> to do? Believe it. <laughs> it. Uh, does, doesn't not. Jonathan Frakes do one like that? Yeah, he did. Uh, or something?
0: Yeah, something like Beyond Belief.
1: Mm. or. Yeah. Fact or fiction.
0: Factor fiction, that was I think it.
1: it's beyond belief. Fact or fiction.
0: Yeah, and he'd tell like a story and he'd be like, you know, factor fiction. Like clearly bullshit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
3: if you have to ask.
0: If you have to ask, yeah. One, it was dealing with a ghost hitchhiker. Eh, I'm gonna <laughs> okay. say it's probably bullshit. As much as I'd like ghost real. Well, my favorite to be one of those real. is
3: the Henry Silver one on um... Is it Amazon Women on the Moon or Kentucky Pride Movie? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or is it Loch Ness Monster the I, Ripper? Yeah,
2: yeah,
1: I think that's
0: Amazon Women on the Moon. It is. Yeah. That's great. I love He's that. So He's so good. He's so
3: straight-faced I... about it. Really funny. Um, okay. The Appointment, 1981. Lindsay Vickers. Uh, intended as the first in a series of prestige TV films. This made it to festivals and video cassette, but the 35 millimeter prints vanished. Hmm. Last year, a one-inch broadcast tape was unearthed in the US and restored. This stars Edward Woodward. And at first, it seems like another folk horror entry for the Wicker Man actor.
2: Hmm. Um,
3: a schoolgirl is sucked into the woods by some unseen force. Three years later, his own daughter, another schoolgirl with talent in the violin, also seems to be the focus of the Invisible Force. Ominous events gather, including a trio of black dogs... But it's all very low key, mounting dread until the amazing climax. What's well, it? <laughs> yeah. Oh. Seriously, this is a gem. Cool. The What's it called? The Appointment, the 1981. Appointment. Yeah, it just came out on Blu
1: ray. Yeah, it's a good one. I'm writing it
3: down. Um, the Best of Sex and Violence, also from 1981, directed by Ken Dixon. Uh, so, Charles Band put out this trailer compilation on Wizard Video got biker movies, sex musicals, black action, horror trailers, hosted by John Carradine.
0: Of wow. course.
3: At the end, David and Keith Carradine join him. Uh, Nosferatu, 1922. F.W. Murnau. You saw this in person. Yes. I went to a sold-out show for the film with live accompaniment by the orchestra. Four musicians playing multiple instruments and foley. Wow. So they're doing another show on Halloween night. Ooh. wow because it, it did so well uh, and they practiced so damn much Yeah, you might as well do it uh, the film was the Kino Blu-ray as far as I could tell mm-hmm. uh, as I've come to expect from Denver there was much laughter at the movie but that did taper off when they get to the plague scenes in the second half that really struck a chord
1: who laughs at
3: Classically, oh, like, you know, you're not surprised. Who appears? <laughs>
0: there's nothing funny about that movie. I mean, there's nothing funny from like.
3: Well, a, it's like the, the scenes with the speeded-up carriage and <laughs> thing.
0: Yeah, I mean, I suppose that's a bit goofy-looking now, but yeah, it's not as goofy as, say, a giant grasshopper crawling on a postcard <laughs> in a Corman film from mm-hmm. the '50s. Uh, yeah, you I can, can see ahead laugh at, at that. that. Yeah. But yeah, I don't think there's anything in the Nosferatu 1922. It, it's mm. from 100 fucking years ago. But it feels like it's from even further
3: back. Yeah. It does. And it's like the uh, stuff they do in that film is the first time it's been done. Yeah, yeah. that too.
1: So. Yeah, that double exposure stuff yeah, that looks some, so good. respect, people.
3: Yeah. Um, Insidious, The Red Door. Oh, boy. From this year. This one's actually directed by Patrick Wilson. Um, That's what I heard. So horror is about the return of the repressed. Even if you shut it out like with, say, a red door, it comes back to haunt you. But cool. Get it? Um, anyway, good cast. Some interesting camera moves from the debut director and nice spooky bits as usual. I didn't feel like there was much at stake. More of a sentimental goodbye to the family than a spectacular finale to the series.
0: Insidious behind the green door. <laughs>
3: <Whoa>. <laughs> Wouldn't
0: that have been an interesting mm-hmm. film? <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh yeah.
0: You know, why don't they make movies like that now? <laughs> that would have been great if you know Patrick Wilson or whatever this guy. I know who you're talking about, but if he came out with that, people would be
1: like,
3: yeah, so wow." Who played Marilyn? He's,
1: he's been I don't Maren know. Chambers. Did he? Is he the one that played Ed Warren? Yeah.
3: yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. And D and Night Owl. Yeah,
0: yeah. Night Owl. As who was <laughs> gonna say Night Owl?
3: Uh, Cobweb. Also from this year, directed by Samuel Bowden. This is 88 minutes.
0: Yeah. I've heard um, mm-hmm. goodish things about it, but not enough that I'm like, oh, I have to check that out.
3: <laughs> right. Uh, well, build up to the big reveal is plodding and familiar with the way underlit house horror movie families like to live in. Uh, can't afford electricity. No. Uh, you got a sensitive kid bullied at school a sympathetic teacher alarmed by his black crayon drawings.
0: Oh, boy. Lots and lots of talking.
3: Once the reveal happens, I was hoping it would pay off with a punchy climax as the main bully shows up with his big cousins on Halloween night to trash the boy's house. But we see very little of what happens. Um, The big secret is nothing you haven't seen a dozen times in the last 30 years. and makes less sense the more it's explained. (laughs) Uh, The conflict between the boy and the parents is quite creepy, though. Um, this is another film filmed in Bulgaria, pretending to be America. Mm. Uh, A Taste of Evil, 1971, John Llewellyn and Moxie, 73 minutes. TV movie Thrills and Chills from the director of City of the Dead. Written by Jimmy Sangster. Hmm. Uh, it's pretty similar to his uh, Taste of Fear script for the 1962 Hammer film. This stars Barbara Stanwyck. Oh! She's great, as always. Yeah. Roddy McDowell. All right. And Barbara Parkins from Valley of the Dolls. Um, Surprisingly dark trauma for an American TV thriller. A young girl is raped at a party at her mansion. I mean, young. And is packed off for treatment of her trauma in Switzerland. Uh, Returning to the house as an adult, she's beset by weird phone calls, walking corpses and bodies in the bathtub. So you know what film they've seen. Mm -hmm. Uh, Barbara Stanwyck really lets rip in this climax. Oh, good. If you're a Stanwick so. fan, check this out. I will. Yeah, yeah Taste of Evil. Uh, Barbie, also from this year, directed by Greta Gerwig. Uh, we enjoyed this one. Have you seen it? No, I want to see it. It's often strange, really weird. Yeah. Um, apparently, it's um, led to a bunch of breakups when women realised what the men were doing to them. Oh, no. Wow. <laughs> good for them. I mean, the women. Um black demons from 1991 this is Umberto Lenzi this is also known as demons three um so Lamberto Bava's tv film the ogre was released on video as demons three but the official demons three was Michele Suavi's the church which was released as the church Get, okay yeah so it's
1: <laughs> <laughs> got it straight <laughs> <laughs> you got no. it now. <laughs> it makes sense in Italy.
3: <laughs> Which one
0: of them was "Don't go into the church"? <laughs>
3: so, white people in a plantation house in rural Brazil are attacked by the zombies of six executed slaves. Legend has it the slaves were blinded, and some have appropriate makeup, and none of them behave like they're blind. Just don't bother. <laughs> okay. <laughs> like, like someone saw Tombs of the Blind Dead and thought, "Oh, that's a good idea," and then didn't follow through. <laughs> uh. Um, The hero Kevin is English and he's prettier than the heroine Jessica but she delivers lines like this is how she delivers them Do you really think these murders are committed by black criminals who are out to murder us and get revenge?
0: No. Mm -hmm.
3: (laughs) Umberto Lenzi also wrote this but used his wife's name. Oh. Throw her under the bus, Umberto. Yeah. Uh, He also was abusive towards the two leads and claims the ritual scene was authentic. No. Um, yeah apparently he cast this uh, this woman he says was really beautiful but when this actor got off the plane she was like shorter and and in his oh, estimation no. not beautiful <laughs> so he was cruel to her
1: oh man <laughs> just because she photographs
3: well <laughs> Um. so uh, yeah so it seems like nobody liked making it and I don't know of anyone who liked watching this dull stupid movie <laughs> uh, one chicken slashings shown twice, one stabbing, one forking, two hangings, two eye gougings, and four tire slashings. Wow. There you go. Black demons. Not a recommend. Huh? Naked Exorcism 1975. Alright. A.K.A. The Return of the Exorcist, Exorcista Number 2, The Exorcist 2, Cries and Shadows, and uh, Italian title is Un Ollo Dalle Tenebre, This is directed by Angelo Panaccio. The brother of a nun is possessed. That's the plot. Lame unless you're terrified by flying furniture and sex-positive women. Richard Conti turns up at the end to do the exorcism, but remains clothed throughout. Oh, Uh, boo. Bloodlink, 1982, aka The Link, aka Extrasensorial, directed by Alberto Di Martino. Uh, Di Martino followed Puma Man. Ooh, <laughs> Donald Pleasance with this psychic link thriller starring Michael Moriarty, Penelope Milford from Heathers and Coming Home uh-huh. uh, Geraldine Fitzgerald and Cameron Mitchell uh, Doctor has murder visions and soon finds out he's seeing the deeds of his Siamese brother whom he thought long dead the Doctor tracks into Berlin but finds out the link boat works both ways this is all given away pretty early on uh, might have been a fun De Palma movie uh, Martha Smith is in it too. Hmm.
2: Um,
3: Dracula in the Provinces, nineteen seventy-five, directed by Lucio Fulci. Ninety-seven agonizing minutes.
1: Ooh! <laughs> and you didn't know this going in, or you, or you did and you watched it. In I didn't any, know anyway. it was going to be
3: agonizing. Right, I did not. Okay, I knew it was a comedy <laughs> directed by Lucio Fulci, so I didn't have my sights. You expected hilarity. High, I've seen some of his comedies before, which were bearable <laughs> oh, because they had Ed in them. This does not. This one's got Silvio Cusina, Rossano Brazzi, John Steiner. And so, you know, people you recognize from Italian movies. Yeah. Comedy about a superstitious executive bitten by Dragulescu, which makes him afraid he's turning gay. Oh, no. Huh. You're laughing as much as I did.
0: Yeah. I bet that, that humor's all held up just fine.
3: Yeah. Anyway, I'll... Uh, I'll uh, shall I leave it there for... You mm. Continue no, if you I'll, wish. Right. Uh, Necrophagus, 1971, a.k.a. Necromaniac, a.k.a. Graveyard of Horror, a.k.a. The Butcher of Boonbrook. It's directed by Michael Scaife, uh, real name Miguel Madrid. Uh, you've got Victor Israel. He's a familiar from Spanish horror. Hmm. He's like this Peter Lorre type okay uh he plays fowls the graveyard attendant and frank brania sporting two of the greatest eyebrows in cinema Uh, baron's wife has died in childbirth apparently but her coffin turns out to be empty along with most of the other graves debut film from the director of killer of dolls 1975
0: killer of dolls
3: yeah this is just as quirky but less coherent oh i couldn't tell you what's going on in most of the second half Really couldn't.
0: That sounds great. Yeah. I don't need to know what's going on. It's no business of mine.
3: I won't give it away, (laughs) but it's it's bizarre. Uh, Meg 2, The Trench. Oh! 2023, directed by Ben Wheatley. The director of A Field in England, High Rise, and In the Earth, directs the first Meg sequel, but you wouldn't know it. Oh. (laughs) Uh, Hopefully, this truckload of money funds more trippy folk horror. Yeah. Also missing Fan Bang Bing from... Fan bing bing from the first movie uh, and a plot, but it has its moments. Uh, I was disappointed oh. I, I really like the first one. Yeah. Deadly Eyes, a.k.a. Night Eyes, a.k.a. The Rats, 1982, directed by Robert Clouse, based on James Herbert's The Rats, the credits say, but there's rats in it. That's the only resemblance to his novel. Giant Rats Attack Toronto. Does that stop the romantic subplot, the student with a crush subplot, or even the scene where I hear I reads the instructions in a Hungry Man package? It does not. <laughs> he stands there in the kitchen reading the instructions and obeying the instructions for a good few minutes.
0: That sounds like amazing filmmaking. <laughs>
3: yes, yeah, so because that, it's a that slice is of the life. stuff
0: that happens in real life.
3: Yeah. Um, Scatman Crothers has suit three scenes as a field inspector at Pest Control. A baby in a high chair gets ratted. This is directed by Robert Close and presented by Golden Harvest, so we get an attack at a theatre showing Game of Death. The rats are played by puppets and dogs in adorable outfits. Oh. so cute. Oh, that's great. Um, The costumers really like dressing women in cherry purple. There are five women in such outfits that I counted. Wow. Um, The ending made me laugh. More entertaining than Meg, too. Oh. Mm. Uh, Fido, t- two thousand and six. Andrew Curry, you heard of this one?
1: Is this the zombie one where the, they've been domesticated yeah. for it's suburban
3: a, use? It's a ZomCon, Zomcom. Yes. Starring Carrie Ann Moss. Yep. And Billy Connolly.
1: Billy Connolly is a funny comedian, and yeah. he does great physical he's, acting in he's
3: this. He's good. Yeah. Yeah. He's good.
1: I've seen this one a couple times. Yeah. It's it's Loves so the look worth of it. watching.
3: Uh, after a mid-20th century zombie war the living dead have been fitted with pacifier collars and set to menial tasks a lonely boy finds a friend in the new family zombie and they're the best of pals despite the occasional outburst of flesh eating quite amusing but doesn't fulfill satiric promise
1: hmm, yeah I guess that's true
3: um, so yeah we, uh, I, the theme this year was zombies uh, so we, um watched Diary of the Dead from 2007 George A. Romero um, I didn't really like this film to start with I, i've warmed to it though this was um, the found footage one yeah
1: which showed that he didn't quite understand f- how found footage was supposed to work <laughs> um
3: so yeah yeah and, and the media's dated but the message holds up you know i quite enjoyed it seeing it again uh tales from the crit freddie francis one from 72 oh okay uh one of the all-time great zombies the peter cushing you know the valentine's day story yeah mm-hmm. um but they're all good. All the stories good. Train to Busan. Yeah. Emily hadn't seen that before. Oh, wow. So good. Was she surprised at yeah. the pace of well, it all? We, we both cried. Yeah. Uh, Dead Snow. Tommy nice. Tommy Bococco film from 2009. And uh, watched the new um, uh, disc of uh, Messiah of Evil. Oh, oh, wow. oh. Gorgeous. Oh, nice. Oh, yeah. what a movie.
1: It's it's it was really good before. I mean, they, and if they sharpened it up, great.
3: Yeah, it's fantastic. Who's got it? Uh, released it. Uh, Radiance. Radiance. I've never heard of that. No, one. Now a new boutique label.
1: Oh. Hmm.
3: They have these uh, covers where they have this like um, is like the obi you get on Japanese releases. They have like, this like oh, a oh. thing yeah. that folds over the spine of it, so it hides half the cover. So oh. the, the covers are very distinctive, but it, yes.
0: Hmm. Huh. But they're kind of. Covering them
3: up, yeah, but um, yeah, it's a nice package. You get a booklet in and the oh. commentaries like Kim Newman does a commentary, and um, uh, what's the name, Maitland? I forget a second name now Maitland McDonough. Uh, she, she wrote, um, uh, Men, Women, and Chainsaws.
0: Oh, okay, yeah, uh, oh, Ma- um.
3: Maitland McDonough. Yeah, she she's does one of the oh, teachers. Cool. Yes, yeah, I've, um,
1: I've got that book over
3: here. But um it's a good book. Yeah. Yeah, it looks fantastic. Um, you know, great. It's probably the best uh, post Night Living Dead Americans on the movie. Before nice. Dawn of the Dead came <clears throat> out. But uh yeah, it's uh yeah, gorgeous, all love crafty and
1: Yeah. Oh I wanted to say Carol Clover, but
3: uh Yeah, she didn't the chainsaw. She did, um, she was the final girl. She came up with the phrase, the final girl, didn't
1: she? Oh, yeah, I think so.
3: Maybe McDonough.
1: Yeah. So, anywho. Anyway.
3: uh, It was, uh... We also went to the Halloween Parade. Oh, yeah, your neighborhood has that. Yeah. Yeah. It's just on Broadway. All the local businesses have floats, and you have the Hearst Club.
1: Cool. Stuff like that. That
3: was fun. It It was twice as big as last year. Um... Yeah, so, yeah, that was it. Cool. All right. Let's do the quiz.
1: Um, Jolien, you want to explain to the listeners what this is, if they haven't heard one in
3: previous years? So, uh, as our Halloween special every year, uh, I bring in a bunch of movies I'm going to give away. Mm-hmm. And uh, I ask really simple questions with hints in the questions, and then they get none of them.
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's not
3: true. We get
1: we get about one
3: percent of them. Maybe. Now, Emily wants to let you know she got back from being out with her friends. She she wants she wants it to be known that she was drunk, uh-huh. and she had me run these questions by her. She got three correct. Out of three, you've uh, got to be three from a drunk non horror fan.
1: All right. Three out of how many?
3: Uh, more four. Than, three. <laughs> more
1: than Three out of more than three.
3: So three out of at least I'm four. counting. Okay. It's a quiz, not maths.
1: All right. Yeah.
3: So Halloween quiz. 2023 Margot Kidder special. Oh, yes. Not all the answers are Margot Kidder. No. <laughs> Damn it. Before you jump in. All right. So Margot liar.
1: More like it. <laughs>
3: Are you ready? (laughs) Have you got your horror movie hat on? Trivia hats on, yes. Yes. You can borrow that top hat. So, the alligator people. (laughs) Hmm. Paul Webster is experimented on to restore missing limbs using alligator serum. What other Webster met a similar science subject?
2: Hmm.
0: What other Webster? You mean, are you talking about the lizard? Kurt Connors. Okay, all right, Doctor Kurt Connors. Right,
3: so Spider Man. Yeah, Webster. There you go, alligator. Excellent. Uh, Favorite line:
0: "I'll get you, alligator man." Ooh, Beverly Garland.
3: Yeah, yeah. Beverly Garland, Ron Cheney Jr.
1: Beverly Garland. She's nude in this.
3: But Just kidding. she's got alligator yeah. scales <laughs> all over.
0: She's an alligator, but she's got big breasts. <laughs> Lovely clo- cloaca. <laughs>
3: um, beyond the, apparently, I, I've heard. I've heard, yeah. Um, beyond the Time Barrier, 1960. Okay. Robert Clark had met the title character of another Egger G. Ormer film 10 years previously. But who was that man and where was he from?
1: What year was this movie again?
3: 1960.
1: And 10 years so earlier?
3: 1950. Well done. Yeah. That's not the answer, though. That's not the answer? <laughs>
1: was it Margot Kidder? <laughs> mm-hmm. well, I'm, I'm
3: going was to say before she was born.
1: Oh. <laughs> right.
0: Uh, right X, the Man from the Unknown? Close. Or...
3: Uh, uh, you got the right X words. X <laughs> I was going to say. From L- the
0: unknown. I was going to say L. Ron Hubbard, but you know. X-Man, X-Men, Planet X,
3: <laughs> <right>. Dr. X. <laughs> the man from Planet X. Ah. So if you didn't get that one, I've got a backup question just for you, Richard. Okay. The Secretary of State is played by Ike Alkins, who three years later was the photographer of an actual major moment in time. But what was it?
1: The Kennedy assassination. Yeah.
3: So, you got one right first. Yeah,
1: that's that's Will.
3: Okay, the car.
1: (laughs) I (laughs) mean (laughs) wheels.
3: James Brolin versus demonic possession with Kathleen Lloyd. Where did Brolin go to face demonic forces with Margot Kidder?
1: Mm, The the well the quarry, (laughs) the sand pits. (laughs) Was (laughs) was was he in it with Black Christmas? oh we're not talking about where he went to face or where even. he went to face or what yeah. movie he went to face
3: uh wait let's hear that question again james brolin versus demonic possession with kathleen lloyd mm-hmm. where did brolin go to face demonic forces with margot kidder oh so he
1: wasn't fooling around in this movie it was a different movie um amityville yeah horror. Yes. It took me a moment. I was like, okay. oh, yeah, well, Brolin was well known for that one. So I've got Wheels, <laughs> Wheels. also known as the car. The movie. Okay,
3: Farm Fatale. Mm. Brian DeHalma's first horror film also features a Farm Fatale played by Margot Kidder. Name that movie.
0: Uh, Dress to Kill? I uh, no. What is it? That was
3: After.
1: Yes. What is the title? <laughs> um, could... That went in one ear and out the other.
3: So Oh my god. You repeat the question. It's right there. Fun fatale. <laughs> Brian De Palma's first horror film also features a Fun Blood Fatale. Blood Simple. Played by no. Margot <laughs> Kidder. Name that movie. Oh my god. And you guessed dress to kill. Yeah. You might say she has a dual role.
1: Mm-hmm. Double indemnity. <laughs> Body double. I, I did. I I did that because November. Yeah, you got it right. No. Mm. Man, I got nothing.
0: Double trouble. Double dragon. <laughs>
3: <laughs> no. All um, right. I don't know. It's called sisters.
1: Oh. oh, I don't know that one at all. So that goes in the other pile. Yeah, no,
3: she plays a. Oh, I won't give it away. But her
1: hairdo. Wow. On the cover?
3: Yeah. So, yeah, let's make a separate yeah. pile. All right. Shame, um, is it? Zig, Ziggy isn't here. Yeah. Um, all right. Yes. The Great Escape. Yes. Now listen carefully. Which other escape film stars Donald Pleasance? Mm. He's in this one. Oh. But which other escape film? Escape from film? Witch Mountain? Yes. Escape to Witch Mountain. Close enough. Two to Witch Mountain. Oh, ber- I didn't know he was in that. Yeah.
0: You realize this is gonna just sit in my DVD player forever. Now
3: on. <laughs> so good. <laughs> um Happy birthday to me, 1981. What sanguinous celebration was held the year before this film was released?
1: This was released in 81, you say? Mm-hmm. Uh
3: Blood diner. Well, you said what? What sanguinous celebration was held the year before this film was released? Hmm. So, nineteen eighty.
0: My bloody Valentine.
3: Mm, good guess. Bloody. Happy birthday to me. What sanguinous? Bloody birthday. Yeah. You oh go. wow! I didn't know Bloody Birthday was a movie. Yeah. Technically, made in 1980, released in 83. Well, that's uh, why I didn't get yeah, it. that's right.
1: <laughs> it wasn't because I didn't know it.
3: All right. Invasion of the Body Snatchers, 1978 version. Uh-huh. Nice. Kevin McCarthy from the 1956 version makes a cameo.
2: Mm. Mm-hmm.
3: But which actor from this version appeared in the 2007 version, The Invasion? Uh...
0: Is it Sutherland? Did he hear it? Right? No? Okay.
1: The guy with the dog head.
0: The guy with the dog head?
1: <laughs> or was it the dog with the guy head?
0: <laughs> what the hell are you talking about?
1: Did you, did you never see the movie? Yeah, there's... What? A
0: guy with the dog head? The,
1: the guy slept with his dog next to him, and the pods switched their heads somehow. Don't you remember that?
3: No. Oh, fuck. Here's this whole spin-off franchise. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I it's called guess. Guy the with dog. Dogs. Return head. of the Dog. Yeah. The Return dog. of the
1: Dog. Um, wow. Uh, Three Dog right. Night.
3: That it's was the she. third one. Okay. Uh, shall I tell you some other movies this actor was in? Oh, sure. Uh, the Birds. Mm. Alien.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm. Wow. Uh,
3: if you don't know it, uh, it's Veronica Cartwright. Yes, that's her name.
1: Um, yeah, my, my brain wasn't going to find that.
3: Uh, the Magnetic Monster. This is a good one. Yeah.
0: 50s. A, Richard Carlson. It's a good good movie. For Carlisle. Carlisle. <laughs> Carlson. Um,
3: Carlson. The computer is based on which actual mathematical analyzer, numerical integrator, and computer?
1: ENIAC. The UNIVAC. <laughs> they used to say that back then.
3: I'll read that again. The computer is based on which actual... Mathematical Analyzer, Numerical Integrator and Computer.
0: Mania. Yeah.
3: The man from Planet X. Set in the Orkney Islands off of Scotland but filmed on sets left over from a 1948 movie about which Crispy Christian? <laughs> man. Set in the Orkney Islands of Scotland, but filmed on sets left over from a 1948 movie about which Crispy Christian?
1: Yeah, the date's all wrong for anything I can think of.
0: Yeah, I don't know.
3: Can you name a Crispy Christian?
0: No, nothing's coming to mind.
3: Um, Crisped by the English.
0: Oh, okay. That's a lot of people. That doesn't narrow it down. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Joan of Arc. Okay,
0: I was going to say Joan of Arc.
3: English Birmingham, <laughs> version. Mm. All right, here's a classic. Marathon Man. Yes. Sir Lawrence it made me a- want
0: to go to the dentist.
3: <laughs> Sir Lawrence Olivier was German here, but went Dutch. In which 1979 horror film? Uh, Sir Lawrence Olivier. Sir Lawrence Olivier. German here, but went Dutch in which 1979 film? Name a famous horror. Van Helsing. Yeah, there you go. Dracula.
1: Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, that's the one. um, What's his face? Uh, The 79 one was um, Don't Tell Me. What's that guy's name? Langello? Yeah. Yeah, Frank 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 Langello. Oh, okay, that one. Yeah, I had it. (laughs) Sort of. Here's
3: another classic The Red Shoes. One of the hits of Powell and Pressburger's career, but which horror film killed it? What was the name? The Red Shoes is one of the hits of Powell and Pressburger's career. They're a, a team. Mm-hmm. But which horror film killed it?
1: Hmm. This movie was when? This one? Red Shoes? Red Shoes? Uh,
3: it was in the 50s, wasn't it? Okay. 50, 48. 48. okay um 1960
1: oh Oh,
0: 1960
1: and it killed their career yeah a movie they made killed their own Mm -hmm. career
0: not a clue peeping tom Oh. oh yeah wow it's a pretty good movie but i wouldn't guess that well, right.
1: people super- were very upset by that, weren't they? Superman, the, 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 Flash,
3: episode. the Fleischer cartoons. Um, in the 1978 Superman, uh-huh. Chris Reeve starred with which sister of Pi Kappa Sigma?
0: Oh, do you mean Margot Kidder? Yeah. <laughs>
3: <laughs> she in, We've already passed up the drunk wife quota. She was in lot. Pi Kappa Sigma in uh, Black Christmas. Yeah. All right. The Thing That Couldn't Die. I'm going to name four legless movies, but which one was almost also armless? The Thing That Couldn't Die, The Man Without a Body, The Head, The Brain That Wouldn't Die. Uh, which one also didn't have arms? Which one was armless? Which one was armless?
1: Uh, uh, there's a
3: scene particularly to do with an arm. Uh, um, they're all armless in a way, but
0: yeah um, which one man without a body
3: no the head no <laughs> oh, okay, the brain that oh. the brain that wouldn't die gets his arm ripped off by the thing in the yes, closet. yes the thing oh in the closet in all the... right, well, that was a bad question. who wants that one uh, it's not a good copy <laughs> here then okay, all right, here's a good one. who can kill a child? That's Excellent. not the question. Michael Myers wait what's the child hands down hands hands down
0: (laughs) isn't it particularly evil child like (laughs) Lowen of the Damned
1: from that village is that kid from Babadook
3: yeah Babadook so who can kill a child which other 1976 horror film ends with an adult attempting to kill a naughty little boy
1: Uh, The Shining
3: what The Omen
1: what What year (laughs) there you go The Omen I jumped the gun on that one The Shining Well, the adult was trying to kill. What year? (laughs) (laughs) 1976. Oh, I see. 79 for The Shining.
3: All right, this is your last one. Well, they filmed
1: it, well, finished in 79, released in.
3: X the Unknown. X the Unknown. Now then, there are two steps to the Great Escape. I can think of two.
0: Okay. Faking a passport. And.
3: Picking a lock. <laughs> Do you remember what X The Unknown is about? No, I don't. Uh, so, fishes in the earth, radioa- radiation, um, amorphous blobs emerge from the earth to eat up the radiation. Kind of a quatermass oh, sort of okay. story. But anyway, it stars uh, Dean Jagger. It was a Hammer movie. Uh-huh. Um, anyway...
0: It's been a million years since I've seen that. Two steps through the great escape. Oh, I see two steps. So,
1: mm. I got nothing, man. I got nothing.
3: I think one of you should do questions next time. Yeah. See how, see how smart I am. <laughs> All right. We could do that. <laughs> <laughs> So, what was the answer? I I probably wouldn't get these if I had stupid questions like like I've written. Um, They're good questions.
1: Yeah, I think they're good questions. Uh, I just haven't seen a lot of
3: those movies. Easy one is uh, Blob Movie, The Blob, Steve McQueen.
2: Mm
0: -hmm. The
3: Blob. Uh, It stars Dean Jagger. He was in The Honeymoon Machine, co starring Steve McQueen. Ah. Or starring Steve McQueen, I should say. So. I see what you did there. Yeah, you did, okay. Right.
0: Yeah, doesn't get it. You got
3: oh. a, got a good pile there. Well. Yeah. Yeah. You want to take
1: Okay, I'll take it. Since I have not seen, I got it,
0: the Great Escape. That's what I really yeah. want.
1: Yeah. Okay. Let's put. Yeah, we'll put the other pile. I'm over. watching the good movies. Yeah. yeah. And, yeah uh, have you watched that one? Uh, I recently did. Yes. Um, okay. Yeah, I saw it on Believe It or Not 2B
0: yes that's well actually i watched your disc because you had mentioned it as previously watched or something yeah i was like oh i need to check that out i know i have that copy
1: yeah so we're going to talk about the city of the dead what that's not the end of the show it feels like it could be because we're at 90 minutes already but i think that should be the end of the show yeah, we watched this movie. Good night, everyone. We watched City of the Dead.
0: It's pretty good.
1: <laughs> yeah. I mean... It's
0: got witches in it and a English village where everybody is obviously evil. Is it a city? As I imagine, tiny <laughs> <90 laughs> villages dotting the English countryside full of evil people who are reincarnated witches and warlocks. Mm-hmm.
1: Is that about right? Yeah. Okay. Well, in the is 1600s. It, this is a... set in New England. Oh, yeah. yes,
3: this is in New England. And
1: there would have been a, a total holdover of English accent back then. It wasn't like, you know, 10 years into being in America, all the people were like, all right, then. I guess we're done with that accent.
3: I think they voted on it. So <clears throat> I just run through stuff on this? Keep it short. Or... Sure. Oh, yeah. Sorry. City of the Dead, aka okay, Horror Hotel in the U.S., um, premiered in September 1960 in the U.K., Twelfth September nineteen sixty two in the US, seventy six minutes.
0: Perfect. No, actually, that's too short. <laughs> too short. <coughs> uh,
3: director is John Llewellyn Moxie. He's uh, he was uh, one of the great TV horror directors in the America in the seventies. Yeah, he did Mission Impossible, didn't he? He did. Uh, yeah, I think he worked on that. Uh, the House That Would Not Die from nineteen seventy. The Last Child nineteen seventy one. A Taste of Evil nineteen seventy one. And The Night Stalker. Ooh, oh yeah, Kolchak, the first Kolchak movie. Yeah, do you say Kolchak or Chak?
1: Um, Kolchak is how I've always heard is it said, it? Okay. but I think it probably Should've be been fine Kol- either way. Kol, yeah, Kolchak. Ko- Ko- yeah. Ko- hey, baby, who loves you?
0: Yeah, I mean, Telly Savalas is some sort of paranormal researcher. Yeah, <laughs> sounds good.
3: <laughs> uh, one of the producers is Milton Sabotsky. Um, this was a Vulcan production, but the uh, the same pair of producers formed uh, Amicus oh, okay. in 1962. I didn't find
0: oh. it very logical for being Vulcan.
1: <laughs> 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 That's funny because I only recently learned of Amicus. Yeah. And then now I'm learning about British Lion and Vulcan.
3: <laughs> yeah. So so yeah. So Vul- this is the only Vulcan Productions production. Oh, then they became Amicus.
0: Okay. Oh, okay.
3: Um, yeah, you, you had uh, so that was like the biggest rival to Hammer. And mm-hmm. You had like Tygon and oh, Tygon yes. was the one Tygon. I just recently yeah. learned of.
1: Yeah. yeah, Amicus was yeah, but Tygon—it's like what the hell's that?
3: Yeah, Amicus is best known for its anthology movies like *Tales mm-hmm. in the Crypt*, *Vault of Horror*, and As- but, *Asylum*. And
1: but it was um, *Mill Mil of the, the, the Stone Women* blood. that we watched that I think was one of theirs. <laughs> Uh, no. No?
3: No, that's a European.
0: Something we watched was a Tigon.
1: Yeah, it was, it was recently. It was like mm. four or five episodes ago. Anywho. Four or
0: five years ago. Yeah, uh, 28 years ago, or whenever we started.
3: <laughs> the screenwriter is George Baxt, who did Circus of Horrors and Night of the Eagle. Oh. AKA Burmich Burn. Uh, director of photography is Des- Desmond Dickinson, who did uh, the Laurence Olivier Hamlet. Oh, I think okay. it looks gorgeous. No, nocturnal and lots yeah of bava-esque mist and shadows yeah. and...
0: oh man that town is like overrun by fog yeah they really crank that smoke machine all the way up it looks oh, that, nice
1: that made yeah. me look of um that made me think of um uh what was the one the one bava uh
3: not black sabbath uh well this is the same year as black sunday
1: black sunday yeah yeah, it made me think of Black Sunday,
3: like the visuals on this one. You think 1960, you had uh, Curse of the Doll People, Miller of the Stone Women, The Witch's Mirror, Blood and Roses, Curse of the Werewolf, Psycho, Jigoku, Peeping Tom, ha- House of Usher, Brides of Dracula, 13 Ghosts, Black Sunday, and Eyes Without a Face. Wow. bad year.
0: Damn. That is a good year.
3: You'd run out of movie money if you were a fan back then. <laughs> well, then it cost 20 cents.
1: Yeah, yeah, but then you got but paid a buck like... an hour or something.
3: <laughs> probably,
1: probably 75 cents an hour.
3: Um, you got, uh, in the cast, you got Christopher Lee. Yeah. Uh, it's the final film of Better St. John. Um, she was in Corridors of Blood. And she played an orphan in Jane Eyre, 1943, directed by Robert Stevenson. Hmm. Um, that's a good one. Awesome wheels. You got Patricia Jessel, Valentine Dial. Did, do you know? Is Valentine. he known in America? I don't think so. He's the like the deep-voiced guy who plays the the other surviving witch character. Is his name Jerome or something. Mm, okay. The, the, the hitchhiker that she keeps. Yeah. Mm. Um. Yeah. Valentine Dial. He was in the Haunting. He's one of the caretakers in the Haunting. Okay. Um, but he was known in uh, uh, in Britain as the Man in Black. And he narrated this radio series, which had been running since the 1940s, called Appointment with Fear. Oh,
0: I never make that appointment. (laughs) We had our own man in black. So that's probably
3: probably Johnny Cash. Yes. (laughs) He had his own horror series.
0: Yes. It was more of a reality based horror, you
3: know, being called Sue and stuff.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And burning down a mountain in California and fighting an ostrich, (laughs) that kind of stuff.
3: (laughs) Um, you got uh, oh, one of the cast is Venetia Stevenson who plays uh, Nan. Uh-huh. She was the face on Sweetheart Stout beer since 1958. Oh, still okay. going. On those wow, labs. really? Yeah. She was married to Russ Tamban for about a year in the late 50s. Then she dated Elvis, <laughs> and then she married Don Everly of wow. the, the Everly Brothers in 1962. Their daughter Erin married axel rose she is that sweet child of mine oh, oh she's the subject of the song uh Venetia stevenson herself became a story editor then producer she produced a uh, southern comfort oh okay um her mother anna Lee, married robert stevenson the director and was given away by alfred hitchcock at their wedding
1: hmm holy crap
0: uh hitchcock giving a woman away <laughs>
3: that's unheard of <laughs> anna lee was in the val luton b- movie bedlam oh okay um so uh this one's got this uh twist where you're following this heroine and then about a third of the way through the movie halfway
0: about halfway yeah, yeah she's
3: she suddenly dragged behind a door that's it yeah she's mm. done that is weird Psycho premiered 16th of June in New York City, then went out nationally on 8th of September. So it's a coincidence. Maybe. Mm. Um, <clears throat> so you've got a blonde who's murdered before the halfway point. Her sibling teams up with a member of the opposite sex and a third wheel to investigate. Mm-hmm. The third wheel dies. An old lady's ruined corpse is revealed in a chair at the end. Yes. Wow! How about this then? Venetia Stevenson, the actor I mentioned, uh-huh. was the uh, was a friend and beard of Tab Hunter and Anthony Perkins. <laughs> really? Yeah. When they went out in public, she pretended to be the girlfriend. of...
0: Yeah, of one of the two.
3: Yeah. Wow! That? I wonder. <laughs> um, so this also plays into Texas Chainsaw Massacre, of course, which, like Psycho, is based on Ed Gein. Mm-hmm. Yeah um the scene where nan is dragged behind a slamming door reminded me a lot of the similar scene in yeah. TCM. Yeah. And as far as i know, City of the Dead is the first appearance of the service station attendant, the gas station attendant of Doom.
0: I wondered about that watching it this of an time. It's like yeah, the, the sisterly harbinger
3: cuz like it uh like TCM and Deliverance made that a big yeah. You know, a trope that lasts to this day. But this is the first, as far as I know. Wow. I'm not, not in literature, but in cinema, different. But in cinema, As far yeah. as I know. Um, this is set on Candlemas Eve, which is 2nd of February, uh, when a dove was sacrificed as a sin offering. So you get birds sacrificed in this film. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it, was the, uh, it was Christianized as the uh, purification of the Virgin, but it was based on the Roman celebration of February. Hence February. Hmm. Uh, the US poster art for *Horror Hotel* was done by Jack Davis. Really? Yeah, you see, you, you'll know it when you see it because it's got those like cruddy face faces like gathered around peering down at you. Oh, okay. Yeah, that that thing turns up in so many other like posters and yeah. Um, clips from this movie have been used by Rob Zombie in uh, Dragula. He uses a sound clip of Christopher Lee. and uh, it was used for the video of Iron Maiden's Bring Your Daughter to the Slaughter. (laughs) It was used in King Diamond's Sleepless Nights. It was used in UFX's Bitch. It was used in The Misfits Horror Hotel, and it was used in This Moment's Witching Hour, and it was in the films Evil Calls the Raven and Curse of the Blair Witch. Ooh, Curse of the Blair Witch! Yeah, it was like a documentary thing. I yeah, there,
1: it, it's about a forty-five-minute documentary yes, that I know. I that support it. you've you've yeah. seen it? It's pretty convincing. I mean, for what it is, they.
0: There's one person in there that's not I I seem to remember, one of the fishermen they re- interview at the beginning. Oh, yeah, seems
1: a little community theater. A little, yeah, yeah. <laughs> A but, little fakey,
0: a little
3: rehearsed.
1: But the archival footage of like the hippie cult leader guy—it's pretty believable. Like, yeah, the, I it's mean, good. They <clears> did <throat> they did something with the film stock on that.
3: Yeah, but, I've not seen that
1: one. Um, when I get my disc back, I loan I loan it to somebody. Okay. I'll, I'll loan it to you so you can see it. It's yeah. on it's on the regular movie. Cool, as an extra feature.
0: Yeah, they showed it on Sci-Fi yeah. Channel, I believe. It might even be on TV before the movie it's, came out.
3: So this one like. Uh, it fell into obscurity and it went public domain, and, oh, and so okay. it, you know, it gets reused a lot. Oh, that's and, that's why. But like. it, now it's come out like the, I think Arrow put out a beautiful Blu-ray of it, so you can see it, and also you can see the UK cut because the in the US, uh you know, it starts out um, from back in the day that where the the pilgrims, the Puritans, are burning a couple of witches, mm-hmm. and in the UK cut they they have this whole curse with it. You know, they curse the town and they were, they, they're they going to live forever. And so it kind of sets it all up. Yeah. But in the U.S. that was considered too blasphemous and it was cut out. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> so a rare instance of a U.K. film being cut for the U.S. Yeah. So
1: one thing I have to say about this movie was, you know, I was expecting it to be perfectly quaint. Mm hmm. All the way through. Yeah. And then it goes bonkers. Yeah. <laughs> Just past the halfway point, it goes completely like, uh, yeah, people are getting strangled and stabbed and shit set on fire. And it's yeah. like, wow, man, I did not see that coming. Yeah, this film rocks. Yeah. Yeah. I, for, I mean, especially considering the year that I came out, you know, it's like, you'd expect maybe some restraint that, you know just setting people on fire wasn't what, what I was expecting. So yeah, Uh, a a nice surprise. Of course, going into anything like this, you don't know what it's going to be, but your best guesses are usually right for certain eras. And no, this one defies that, which, um, you know, props to the uh, directors and, you know, the director and the uh, producers, Depending on who who, who green lighted all the crazy. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so I wanted to ask you about um um oh what was her name? Uh Patri- Margot Kidder? No, Patricia Jessel. Uh, now she kind of had I mean, you could tell like this was a probably a a very pretty young actress who just stayed in the business. That's my guess. And, you know, because she's kind of kind of younger than what we think of like Agnes Moorhead in, uh, bewitched, Mm, you know, like Andorra in bewitched, Mm -hmm. you know, she's kind of creeping up on that age in this movie.
3: Oh yeah. Yeah, She's got great features.
1: Yeah. But you could, you could see like, Oh, this was probably like a woman who had a long career before this. A lot
3: lot, lot of theater mostly.
1: Okay. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, she did a good job in this. Yeah. She, she was sinister. (laughs) I liked it, but, uh, yeah, just a nice, you know, casting in this for real. You know, I I, I wouldn't have guessed all of this background on Joanna uh, Stevenson. That was yeah. That's yeah. that's gonna be worth some more reading.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's a fine, very interesting.
1: Yeah. Character. Yeah, I, I I clicked on that here from the page, and it's like she just died last year. Um, apparently, uh. She was in Atlanta, Georgia. She was 84 years old.
0: So, or so they say.
1: Yeah, yeah. Has anyone seen her actually age? I don't know.
3: She's died before. is well, all I'm saying.
1: What was the brand of beer that she was on?
3: <laughs> uh, I, I know you had that in your uh, notes. notes. Uh She is Sweetheart Stout beer. All right. Yeah, just look look up pictures of Sweetheart Stout beer. That's her. All right. Venetia Stevenson.
1: Oh, yeah. Look at that. That's a. Uh, okay, here we go. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there she is. New half liter size.
0: 1995.
1: <laughs> Let's see. Uh, well, there she is on a magazine cover. It looks like it's taken from that photo from i Magazine. People and pictures. Wowzers. Well, that's that's some really nice uh, trivia. So, um, oh, and um, before you get too comfortable, Will, here's the Jack Davis poster that, yes, I totally recognize it. I recognize it from the cropped uh-huh. version, but now that I see this whole thing, it's like, yeah. It's that, like, that
0: gooey mouth that he draws.
1: Yeah. yeah so He's the, the
0: first artist <laughs> that I recognize by name.
3: Really? Yeah.
0: Yeah, when I was a little kid, I don't know why, but I saw Mad Magazine and I really liked that. Mm-hmm. And I just noticed his name, and then I started seeing his stuff everywhere. Right, every, you know? He yeah,
3: did the first
1: creepy cover.
0: Uh huh. Yeah, it was probably first or second grade. I remember. I was like, oh, Jack every, Davis. Yeah, is awesome.
1: every yeah. everybody in Mad and John Severin from Cracked. I mean, those are all the artists that were just like household names for me. Mm hmm. Yeah. So, um, you feel like we covered the, uh, a lot of the facts, the facts and figures of the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as recommends go, will
0: God, no, I mean, yes, <laughs> one of the two,
1: it's, it seems pretty obvious. If you know
0: what? Make your own choice.
1: Yeah. We're not your mom. <laughs> <laughs> we're not collectively your mom. Uh, mm. Yeah, but I, I think if you, if you like like that, if you like that era of Bava, uh, like Black Sunday and all the other stuff you named that came out in nineteen sixty, see this too. I mean, I recommend it. Julian, obviously. Yep. <laughs> Duh. All right. So Halloween plans. What are you gonna do?
0: I'm gonna go watch something. I suppose.
1: You gonna have a big bin of candy ready for trick or treaters?
0: No, I don't get any <clears throat> trick-or-treaters. I turn the lights off.
1: Oh, okay. I was going to yeah. say you're in a hood. You, the, your neighborhood's a nice walkable neighborhood for it trick-or-treaters. Really
0: is, but we didn't get any last year, so.
1: God, we got 15. Probably
0: because I kept the lights off that time
1: too. <laughs> that may have some effect on it. Yeah, yeah I've, I've got a big lit-up arch of jack-o'-lanterns. Yeah, looks amazing. If <laughs> well, I had a <laughs>
3: pack of cigarettes, so I could give out singles <clears throat> to kids. Because you maybe. live up on a hill, there's probably planes that navigate by your Halloween display. <laughs> right.
1: There it is. Yeah, we've got it on from uh, 6 p.m. to midnight, I think. But maybe I'll leave it on overnight. Uh, to, well, maybe tonight. I don't know. But, uh, yeah, we got about 15 to 20 door knocks, you know, varying size groups last year. So we're we're ready with the big sack of candy. Like I said, the ones I don't like as much, like Skittles. Those are going to be in a separate bowl. When I see like, 17-year-olds with no costumes show up, I'll be like, here you go, kids.
2: <laughs>
1: Rather than like, oh, get out of here. And then you right. get, Then you get some sort of terrible property damage.
0: As it should be. <laughs> I mean, that's... Because you didn't give them a treat.
1: <clears throat> yeah, it's the social You're contract we all signed, right? Yeah. Julian, what about you?
3: Um, well, uh, Emily's having a bunch of her friends over for a party and throwing candy at children yeah um just so I thought, children uh maybe if they die one by one and i'm, I'm the lead suspect because i'm the horror fan
1: probably mm-hmm. it'll yeah.
3: turn out to be one of them i reckon
1: yeah yeah
3: usually that's how it works
1: probably the
0: second one to die the nice one yeah the nice one that you would never suspect mm-hmm. can't be the first one that's too obvious <laughs> it has to be the second one yeah <laughs> nobody remembers the second of anything
3: yeah
1: yeah well yeah, we're we're going to be ready for it and then it, at at uh, whatever point we turn off the lights, uh we might get one or two more. That happens sometimes. That's just bad parenting, I think.
3: So uh we'll watch Charlie Brown probably.
1: Yeah, I was going to ask if is there is there anything in particular you watch on the night?
3: Generally watch the, the the Peanuts and I don't know what we're going to watch tomorrow night.
1: John Carpenter's Halloween. I
0: want to Which, watch someone else's Halloween, but not Rob Zombie's.
3: <laughs> <laughs> There's David Gordon Green's. Yeah, uh, I don't want to watch his either. No? No. You, you, you go and see his exorcist.
0: Ooh, I heard good things. Real good things. <laughs> like, don't watch this and <laughs> stay away. Yeah, I've not seen anything good about that. No.
1: Maybe Tales of Halloween. You can watch that. hmm That anthology. <sighs> No. Yeah, I'm I'm probably going to make a flailing attempt at having something on the TV if I can talk her into it. But...
3: Yeah, I'll play it by ear, see what they want to do.
1: Yeah. I mean I'll I'll put on I'll put on the Charlie Brown special and
3: Yeah, we'll probably watch Charlie Brown and then just leave it on TCM.
1: Yeah, that's a good plan. Just I just did... put on Suspiria. <laughs> Turn the sound off. Put on some Coffin Joe and, and you know, make mm. sure that they can see the TV from the porch. Shh. <laughs> like turn it in such a way
3: <laughs> mm-hmm. it's like well the, the new uh editions of Coff- the coffin joe series are coming out end of november unfortunately
1: they're cleaning them up, mm-hmm. up yeah even right. more yeah, yeah, yeah wow
0: they're adding scratches and more <laughs> <Yes>. darkened filters <laughs> over it they're ruining the contrast by blowing out the whites Yep, crushing the blast. So.
1: But then the tarantulas really show up On naked skin better. Uh huh. Yeah. You
0: know. There's one in every box. The sound nice. is is really warbly now. It sounds like it was recorded in the next
1: room. Now with extra hiss. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh.
0: Subtitles are slightly before <clears throat> any dialogue, so it always ruins the setup for the scene.
1: Yeah. Yeah, like hearing the scream first.
0: Oh, there was a good one An i watched skater. something and uh i don't remember which movie but i think it was the uh, fear no evil with the devil kid they uh they show this sacrifice it's, you know something evil's happening in a basement and then the dialogue for the next scene comes up before it ends and it says Margaret, I just don't have time for your nonsense. <laughs> While this like killings going on. It's like that's perfect. I wish that was actually the movie.
1: Oh, that's good. Uh, so, um yeah, I'm I'm going to make my best attempt at putting on something like Night of the Living Dead or something to that effect. Show, yeah. Yeah, some some she'll put up with. But no. otherwise,
0: 3 from Hell probably. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> put on something really Ver- Verotica maybe. <laughs>
0: maybe I will put on Veronica
1: You know You, you need another look look at this thing I, Yeah, uh, I know. may
0: have missed some nuance there
1: Well, you, you, you missed that David Arquette was one of the French cops busting through the door
0: Yes, maybe so,
1: Yeah, you gotta see that
0: I may have just forgotten that Knew it at one time
1: Yeah Well, should we call it a show?
0: I thought we did like half an hour ago. <laughs> yeah,
1: but you know we gotta officially shut it off. So, uh, listeners, happy Halloween, and thank you for listening.
0: Stay off the moor.